What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Weed and Wrestling. I'm one of your hosts, Nick. Hope everyone is happy and healthy out there. Normally, I don't come on here during weekdays, but how can I not talk about one of the most god-awful Monday Night Raws after WrestleMania, period? So, the first match, fantastic match, by the way. Liv Morgan taking on Asuka. Match went about 15 minutes until it ended in a submission via Asuka. Asuka with the, with the win on that one. I really like how they're pushing Liv Morgan. They've been giving her more TV time. They've been pushing her every, like, every six ways left and right. And I really can't see what they do to Liv Morgan to do with Liv Morgan from here. She's been underutilized. She's a fantastic from ta- she's a fantastic talent. I really hope to see what's good what what they do with her. So next, on to the biggest waste of an hour or hour and a half. I don't know. I was I was kind of high during it, so I mean, I don't know. But anyway, biggest waste of time period. So we have a rematch between the Street Profits and Angel Garza and Austin Theory. So, and that ends via disqualification, causing the Street Profits to win. So, then what happens? Then we have a match between Zelina Vega and Bianca Belair to end in no DQ. So, that's two back-to-back matches for the Raw after Mania. Doesn't matter how big or how small the match is. You had two matches on the Raw after Mania where everyone was hyped to see what the fuck was going to happen end in either disqualification or no contest. But then the next match, they just combined the two all the fucking together. You know, they fin- then they finally decided, you know, six-person tag team match after, you know, they had the first two. When in reality, it should have just been... The profits and Gar- the profits versus Garza to begin with, or you can swerve it up. You could do Bianca versus Zelina first, and have e- either Angel Garza and Austin Theory or the Street Profits interfere, and turn that into a six-person tag match. Or you can do it the other way and just have the Street Profits versus Angel Garza and Austin Theory, and have either Zelina or Bianca interfere. It could have went either way. Instead of wasting everyone's time. On two matches that were just there, when you could have just did this match from the get-go, you know, everything would have been nice. So anyway, moving on. Then we had a Bobby Lashley interview, and honestly, who the fuck really cares? I mean... Listen. I take nothing away from Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley, if you go back and watch his TNA stuff and hear him talk, that is all him. He cut some of the some really good promos over in TNA when, you know, he was able to be himself. Unfortunately, that doesn't really work here. I think he needs Paul Heyman. So then we move on into Apollo Crews versus Aleister Black, which honestly was a very very good match I don't know why they keep putting Apollo Crews to the back of the line not saying you know the man deserves everything right now but he's a fantastic talent and I think he should be utilized more the match with him and Black 
was fantastic. Of course, Black won, but they put on an ent- a fantastic match. It went on, it went on. Black mask, leg shots, targeting the leg, kicks. It was fantastic. And so then we move on to a match that, in my opinion, was match of the night. And it was Alexander, it was Alexander Ricochet versus Birch and Lorkin, which means Cedric Alexander and Ricochet versus Danny Birch and and Odie Lorkin. So if you're familiar with these guys, whether it be on the indie scene or in NXT or on WWE right now, you should know that all, or if you're just, you know, a wrestling fan in general, that should know this knowledge already. But... All four of them can put on a fantastic show, and that is exactly what went on. Both these teams fought their heart out. Then again, I expect nothing less coming from a product of Triple H. I expect nothing less from NXT. The match was absolutely amazing. Of course, Alexander and Ricochet defeated Birch and Lorkin, but they fought their hearts out. It was definitely match of the night. Check it out. So then we had the Monday Night Messiahs, or the what I like to call them, uh, Brody Rollins, or you know Seth Lee, or you know I, I mean I don't know what the fuck to call them. All I know, or, or you know uh, Seth Punk, you know with the with the uh, the Monday Night freaking Society rip off and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, he faced off against an NCAA talent who was also signed to NXT. Denzel, I'm gonna butcher his name. Dijornit. Denzel Dijornit. I am. I, I knew I was gonna butcher his name. I'm pretty sure I did. But, it, it was really just a, a filler match. It really, like... He, like, Denzel got some offense and got a couple good shots on Rollins until, you know, Rollins pulled a Rollins, and then that was it from there. So then, something everyone's been asking, where's Nia? Well, Nia returned last night in a match against Deanna Perrazzo, coming off of an ACL tear, and both uh, after coming off of an ACL tear in both knees, holy shit. Naya, you're a hell of a woman. Fantastic. Glad you're back. But, but, she came in, you know, they did their thing for a little bit. She hit, she hit Peraza with the Samoan drop. It was kind of a quick match. And it, it, it was kind of just like, hey, you know, welcome back, Naya. So then, we move on to what? We move on to something that I don't even know why it happened. But it did. Oh, wait. No, you know what? I have an idea why. I do. I do have an idea why. I have an idea why this happened. Big show. For your main event on Monday Night Raw, 
for your main event on the Monday Night Raw after WrestleMania, where Drew McIntyre won the title from Brock Lesnar. We had Drew McIntyre versus The Big Show. Yeah, 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 The Big Show, yeah. And everyone's like, oh, what's wrong? Why, why do you see, well, what's wrong with this? Like, how, why is there a problem with it? I'll tell you why. Because it's part-time mania all over again. This is the first time Big Show's been in the ring in a while. Let's just face facts. He's got a Netflix show coming out now. And I'm pretty sure he, like, he's got a lot of hype around him. So I'm pretty sure that's the reason why they're doing it. But why just insert person here that had no purpose in any storyline, any backstage segment, any feud. He's kind of just been off doing, you know, his the ambassador thing and all that stuff. It's like he really didn't have any relevance to, you know, anything that, you know, happened at Mania. I mean... A lot of people are like, oh, what's wrong with it? You know, I'm like, here's the thing. In a world of WWE, where WWE is very storyline heavy, it doesn't work. You get that awkward pause. That awkward pause like you're waiting for the fans to cheer or boo. And there's no one in the fucking crowd. It doesn't work. And Big Show's promo, I love Big Show's promo. It was good, it was heartfelt. Then again, I expect nothing less, less from the Big Show. I grew up watching the Big Show. Very cool dude. Just, I don't know what anyone was thinking putting him in the main event of Monday Night Raw after, after WrestleMania. Especially when he had no business in the Brock or the Brock uh, McIntyre feud. I really don't know what happened there. All in all, I give Raw a two. Maybe a three. No, no, no. You know what? I'll give the benefit of the doubt. For the sake of... For the sake of... Fucking... For the sake of the Alexander, Ricochet, Danny Burch, and Oni Lorcan match, and the Apollo Crews and Alistair Black match... I'll give Monday Night Raw a 4 out of 10. But that's just me. Um, But that's pretty much it for me for today. I just wanted to jump on here and give you guys a quick recap of Raw. If you guys haven't watched it yet, you know, I, I mean, I don't suggest go back and watch it. But, I mean, for the two matches that I've been praising up one side down the other on that card, go check it out for those two and then turn it off. I don't care. Go for it. But anyway, I'm your ho- I have been your host Nick for the day. Hope you guys have a healthy and uh, healthy and safe de- rest of your day. Please remember to like, share, subscribe, or however the hell this works. This is my literal third video on this thing, and I've been just sharing it everywhere. Uh, we're now on Spotify. We're on Google. We're on Breaker. I don't even know what that is, but you can find us all over the place. Just type in Weed and Wrestling Podcast. Uh, need someone to bring the light with uh, with Cyrus and the network running around fucking destroying humanity as we know it. But we'll get through this together. If anything, guys, I'll catch you later. Stay tuned. Later on this week, I will be sitting down 
with my little brother and indie wrestler Brandon Downey. Check it out. It'll be up probably Saturday, if not Sunday. And I know he's got a lot to say, especially with all that's going on right now and how it's affecting his life as an athlete. So, can't wait. Guys, catch you later. Just remember, it's 420 somewhere.